Welcome to Birth Stories in Color, a podcast creating community for people of color to share and learn from birth stories of all types. We're your hosts, Laurel Gurrier and Danielle Jackson. In collaboration with Pacify Health, this month's episodes will focus on the doulas. You'll hear conversations with four Pacify doulas getting a chance to reflect on the other side of birth. Today, we meet Danielle Miller. Hey, Danielle. Welcome to the show. Can you start off by telling us how you got here? How has your uh, doula journey unfolded? Okay, my doula journey has uh, unfolded in a very organic way, but forced at the same time. Um, I was a lactation counselor. I still am a lactation counselor. That's how I got my start in the birth world. Um, I loved all things boobies. I'm like the booby lady, like notorious B-O-O-B, right? And um, I, more occurrences started happening in the, the Black community in regards to birth and um, infant mortality and things like that. And I just could no longer ignore the call. I actually actually thought I was going to a birth doula training, but I was going to a postpartum doula training. And when I got there, I was like, oh, all right. And so I was actually trained <laughs> trained as a postpartum doula first, which I loved, um, and then went on for my birth training and was sort of upset with myself for putting it off for so long because it was really my first birth was um, an incredible experience. And I felt honored in that moment. And I was just kicking myself for putting it off for so long. And I fell in love with birth. I fell in love with the work, the people, the placenta, the babies, all that. I just was completely uh, in love. And I'm still in love. We're still going strong, right? I, 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 um, I get excited when I think about what I'm doing right now, that I feel like this was really the path that my life was supposed to go on. And I think that a lot of times people are searching for that, like, what is my purpose or what is my direction or that fulfillment? And to know it and to find it and to love it is like, uh, you know, wow. I, I try to be really grateful for that. You know, I'm not necessarily searching uh, for my purpose. I believe this is what I was put here to do. So do you remember the first birth you attended whether in person and or virtually um yes how could you forget right like it's it's i don't think anyone would forget uh their first birth i remember um being terrified i remember thinking like wait this this is really happening this baby's really coming out of there you know when i saw the head um i remember the water breaking and splashing on my shoes wasn't wasn't prepared for that they didn't talk about that in the birth training i don't recall them going over uh splashing fluids uh and but i remember um the moment the baby was really coming out right and it was like this spiritual light shining in like ah like there's a baby about to enter earth side and you're about to be here and, you know, I think that with being a doula, there's a lot of like patience that goes into the process of watching of the labor, right? And it was her first baby and it's kind of like dragging and you're just like, come on already, like get to the baby, you know, but you have to like respect the process. And then when the baby is actually um, being birthed, that that at that moment is so 
um, it's still even now after many births, but that first birth, remembering that like, ah, feeling like, wow, this is the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen, you know? And I feel so honored to be here right now. Like, what am I doing here? Like with these people, you know, like, and, um, yeah, that was my first, my first birth was a few days before my birthday. And I just remember thinking like, wow, like this is it. Like you figured it out, Daniel, like this is what you're going to do. So that was my, that was my first birth. And it was wonderful. It's a sacred invitation. And it is just, um, you almost feel like you don't, like, just like you said, you don't feel like you belong there at first. Like, how, how am I invited to do this? Um, and I love that you connected with your passion and really knowing that your feet are like grounded in this work. So have you attended any births virtually yet? Uh, yes. yes, I attended, I attended uh, one, one birth, birth virtually, virtually during, during COVID. COVID. Um, it, it was definitely a, a different, obviously a different field because, because the techniques that I'm used to utilizing, utilizing um, pain, pain management and touch and, and, and you know, hair brushing, brushing or, or walking or whatever the case may be. Um, obviously that's, that's not an option virtually. So, so I, really I really had, had to tap into the mind, mind. and what, what, how, how could, could I guide this person with my words? How could I guide this person with, um, with, with affirmations that, that were just, just going, going to be heard, right? right? And how they, they had, had to be powerful enough that, 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 that I was, was going to reach her from where I was and, and really, really kind of tap into, into that. that. So, so that, that was that, that was very, was very interesting, interesting for me um, because, because it was out of my comfort zone what I knew, the, the support, support that, that I had trained to do. do. I, mean, I mean, COVID was, was definitely a weird, weird time for everyone. I think that for... Birthing, birthing people, it was a very, very difficult time, and, and including um, first-time time moms, you know, you know imagine, imagine just, just being in the heart, heart of this pandemic, and um, there's, there's so, so much unknown, unknown that goes into birth, birth and, and then to, to be, to be, to be stuck, stuck now, now in a place where you, where you can't, can't really get the support, support that you might have wanted, wanted to have. have. So, so yeah, yeah, I, I think that, that supporting, supporting virtually really, really requires a lot of mental um readiness, readiness and, 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 and ready ready with, with the things, things to say, say that are, are going to help that, that person, person get, get through it. it um you know, you know just, just saying, saying you know, you know relax, relax don't get into it but let's just say that's not really, really going to be helpful, helpful in my you really got to tap into, into i hope those things will say relax and um you really got to tap into what that person needs to hear. So I think that there was a rapport, you know, before the birth that I, I asked her certain questions. Um, what, are there any trigger words for you that you don't want to hear? Are there any things that you do want to hear, you know, to really try to get and, and come up with a plan of what I was going to say to her? I think that's a great, um, a great piece of advice um, as people are still working in the virtual space, Pacify is a virtual space. Um, but thinking about what, how you have to tap into supporting someone, right? Um, and I really loved how you talked about like the rapport that you build with a family can really establish what is actually needed. 
um, how you can support them without being that like physical presence. Um, Cause it's very much still possible clearly, uh, but it is a different type of skills that you do have to tap into when supporting without being able to support with the tools of your body, your hand, um, or just being that physical presence in the room. So I just love that as a great piece of advice for doulas to take about understanding how how powerful the rapport that you build with the family can be um, and what aspect and like the aspect of the mind that you're really tapping into. Danielle, what are some of the gems that you've learned from some of your clients that you've worked with so far? I think the biggest takeaway that I've learned is that it's not the birth that I want to see is the birth um, that they want to have. I think that I feel honored that um, I have learned very specific needs to people just based on conversating with them and and learning about them and getting to know them. Um, I think that in the beginning of my birth work journey, even with lactation, specifically lactation there I didn't understand that there was going to be so many different paths you know in my mind it was breastfeed right that's what you do you breastfeed your baby there is no and if you don't you're not going on the the right path right and then in my work in my growth uh in in my training I learned that there's so many different paths to this and that as long as a mother feels seen and feels heard she had a good birth, right? Um, that there is no um, there is no one size fits all, right? The objective is for mom to feel safe, feel seen, feel heard. That's going to be the takeaway with her baby. You know, there's plenty of times that we've heard people say, um, you know, you're fine, your baby's fine. You know, knowing that that mom has suffered trauma during that birth, and that's not very comforting. So I think. Um, one of the gems that I, the the biggest gem, the gem, is to really have someone feel heard and feel seen. That that will make all the difference. That will give them the confidence that they need to continue on. And you know, we we'll, in the moment of labor, you know, it's a very there's a there's a line that you're kind of straddling between like, can I do this and I, I, I can do this, right? And and we have to get them over that line to, I can do this, you can do this. So that would be the takeaway that I have from the clients that I've dealt with is that we need to make sure they are, are heard and seen. And even if it's not the path that you would want for your own birth or even the path that you would want for them, right? Even once you know them, that uh, it's, we have to, we're not there to direct. We're there to kind of like go flow with them. And, and that's more important than any, than anything else. That's key though, because a lot of times as doulas, it can start to become almost like a copy and paste for births. Like you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that. But if you're showing up and you're actually listening to the person you're working with, through the, your prenatals, through the birth itself, then you should catch on that this is not going to be the same as the last, right? Each person is different. You might have some skills that you use, and there might be some skills that you know you're great at that may not even show up for this birth, right? You're like, oh, I can use that. And it's like, no, she doesn't want that. 
she doesn't even need that right mm-hmm. put that back in your right. bag okay <laughs> I'm like, but wait it's really good please just the rice sock works listen right right, <laughs> right. Like, let's get about five more minutes before we get the um epidural don't call it anesthesiologist just yet but it's like there's you don't know what's going on in their mind necessarily or what they already intended to do sometimes even if it's yeah i'll try to not have one but it may not be as strong for them you know like we'll yeah. hold on to someone else's birth plans or wish list more than they will you know mm-hmm. sometimes it's like mm-hmm. hey, it was a wish I'm over it now. And it's okay. Giving that grace yeah. to your clients to just be like, all right, we can poof, blow it away, choose something else, mm-hmm. pick something else off the menu. That's fine. Um, there's something that I practice where uh, my clients and I have sort of a safe word, right? Where um, we come up with that. I'm going to encourage you until I hear that word. And it, as far as the epidural goes, right? As far as that particular intervention goes, um, and once I hear that word, there is no more, uh, I'm still going to encourage you, but we are not going to base the encouragement on, um, we're going to now switch to the pain management that you want, which is the epidural. And that's it. I'm not going to, but you can't No, Right. Because I trust my clients have, um, these are people that need to be heard as that their decisions mean something, right? Because we know so much of this birthing world is, um, if they let me and do you think I could and 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 I don't think and it's like no 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 you are calling the shots this is your birth and that includes your doula as well right that that you know I'm I am here to you I'm here to serve you uh not for you to impress me right <laughs> like that's not my role I never want that to be I'm not here to be impressed I'm I'm impressed that you got pregnant great right it was it was a, it was a it was a lot to happen to make that happen you already impressed me enough right good job uh you know um I so once I hear that word that's it that's a word I'm calling the end hurry up what you doing you know like uh come on chop chop you know like i'm making sure that anesthesiologist is good and ready and and has gone over all the risks and 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 my client is has the ability to ask as many questions as she wants and to advocate that a partner be in there while she's getting the epidural right because that's another that's a whole nother segment we could talk about you know just this feeling of being alone and i feel like you're very vulnerable in labor i mean that feeling of like everyone get out and i'm like that's terrifying right like no so uh once i hear that safe word of you know that they've given it all they they're ready to move on to this part of the plan then that's it we're moving on to that part of the plan so um i encourage all all doulas to have that safe space where the mom doesn't feel like they're trying to impress you or that they're going to disappoint you because i've heard that before in labor i'm sorry i disappointed but disappointed me did you see what you've just done like you didn't disappoint me like not even a little bit i'm i'm super proud of you you know like and I'm not here to be disappointed or, you know, like it's, that's not the role. So I think that that's another thing we have to make sure we put out there that we encourage our clients to um, do those roles or not to, we're not here to be impressed. We're here to support you, you know, and, and that could mean no matter what unconditionally, I support my clients unconditionally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just, I really like that as a reminder um, to us as doulas too, right? Like how are we approaching 
our clients so that they feel like it's a safe space that they can be that they can um, make those shifts without feeling like they owe us anything because like you said we work for them and they can tell us no and they can shift the plan on us um, we're just there as guides right it is their birth um, so a reminder to us to like how are we showing up so that they feel um, that they can this birth is theirs no matter what um, even with with our presence of support it's their birth so how does pacify fit into your doula journey um, both, you know, when um, providing that, providing that, that virtual support. Pacify has fit wonderfully into my journey because it has given me the opportunity to reach mothers all over the country that I would never have had the opportunity to reach. It has sharpened my skills on that uh, sort of instant I'm here for you immediately. I don't even know you. What's your first name? You know, uh, it, it's very interesting because like like I was talking about that vulnerable space, you know, and when someone is calling the app, you know, it takes a lot for them. I don't think people realize like when when the camera comes on, they're often like, oh my gosh, it's a real person. Like they're so shocked by that interaction that like yes i'm a real person and yes i have real kids look they're here you know like and so uh pacify has just i have got the opportunity to speak to so many different moms that would never have known me that i would never be able to pour into them right and i'm sure you guys can relate that there is just this feeling that comes back to you when you see a mom connect with something that you've said or or they ask you a question and you put their mind at ease, right? There's like this peace that comes over them and that is so transferable. So I have been able to reach moms and talk to moms and put moms at peace that I would have never um, been able to. And, and I love it, you know? Uh, it has been so fulfilling for me and it has given back to me over these past couple of months that like I get excited when I see a little purple. I'm like, oh, shoot, another one, you know, like I'm like, uh, I keep calling Pacify the, the Uber, the Uber of doulas, right? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like you're driving people to the hospital. I'm like, no, guys, I'm, I'm on call when I want to be on call, right? And it's exciting when a call pops up. Because you know that you're going to have the opportunity to speak to someone about birth and about pregnancy and about them, right? And and it's like, it's almost like I made this app up in my in my dream somewhere, you know, when I, when I shared with people that I was a part of this, this pacifier journey that, you know, they're growing and, and this doula opportunity, it was like, it sounded like I was just like making up something to get out of something else. Right. Cause it was like, everyone's like, yeah, okay, Dale, you're, you're on a doula app, right? Like where people call, okay. You know, like, and I'm like, no, no, it's real. This is a real thing. And um, yeah, it's just been it's just been great. I I really have no complaints. I've really um, I've really enjoyed um, everyone that I've spoken to. I, it's it's just been I'm really grateful for the opportunity because I feel like we're we're headed in a direction where um, we're not going to take away from in person by giving more virtual support, right? Um, I don't feel that way. There's no necessarily not a, it's not necessarily a substitute, but an extra barrier, an extra layer of protection for those who may not have access to um, 
to and uh, a voice to advocate or or they are voiceless themselves and it gives them an opportunity to not be alone at any moment. And that feels wonderful to be there for someone like that. What have you found to be some of the additional perks for you as a doula working through Pacify? It's way more convenient than if I were sitting at a birth for sometimes 24 hours. It has allowed me to incorporate this in my sort of like work-life balance that it's not something that I must be, you know, I think leading up to a birth, I'm sure you guys can relate. There's like this heaviness of like any moment now, I'm getting that call in my backpack. Should we go to dinner? I don't know if we should go to dinner because I don't want to rush dinner. And should I have a drink? I don't know if I should have a drink because I might have to go to the hospital at five hours. Like, and there's like this, like, you know, something is could be happening at any moment, you know? And with, with Pacify, the perk is like, I could be home in my pajamas or my kids are sleeping or I have a newborn who's up in the middle of the night. So why not be up supporting moms? Like if I can be right, I can do it from my home. I can, um, I can have this space to be able to work and do something I love and be right in my house. And, um, also, you know, for my, for my children, you know, I, I'm sure, you guys know this, trying to balance this, right? Even even this call tonight, trying to balance this, um, what I do for, for work, what I love, what I do for my children, and also letting my children have been there when I picked up a call, you know, and, and, and I've walked away, right? And um, I'm happy that my children are seeing mom is continuing to work, you know, and continuing to do this work right it's not they know like oh that lady has a baby in her belly like scamper away it's time to talk you know and um i'm glad that they're seeing mom do that like mom is uh mom's out here doing doing big things um in the birth world and she loves it you know she's not just doing it she's she loves to do it i know they know that and they can see that and i'm excited for them to grow up eventually and, and recognize what was happening, you know, what in the middle of dinner, what was happening, you know, while they were playing on off to the side, that there was big things happening right around them. So, it, you know, Passify has made that uh, possible. I don't know if Danny remembers saying to this to me one time, but I was like trying to contemplate um, a work decision about like what to do with one of my kiddos. And she was like, take them with you. Like (laughs) when, when our motherhood, our parenthood is intertwined with, and especially I think as birth workers intertwined with our passion and our work. And it's one of those things where it's, it can be so vital and important for our kiddos to see us in those spaces because it's not only them seeing us as an, as a person, um, with passion, mm-hmm. but also normalizing birth and, and what it is. And I think especially for birth worker kiddos, they know they know this space. It's it's so embedded yeah. in, in who they are that it's it's going to leave such an important mark on them later. Like I'm really excited about that. But I think, you know, you just describing Pacify as one of those opportunities to be able to have all of those things intertwined. Um, yes. And you really figuring out how to to work within that. Um, and I think about like our ancestors and, and um, the grand midwives and how like 
community and fame. Like it was all intertwined. There wasn't this like, oh, I'm I'm leaving and you have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Like the exactly. babies was at the birth. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, um, I think uh, uh, virtual spaces like Pacify and Pacify allow for, for that to show up even if it looks a little different. Now, Danielle, do you recall a birth or even a prenatal experience that transformed your practice as a doula? Uh, yeah, I there. There's more than one. How about I share two quickly? Right. Um, there was one where I, the mom had been in labor for a while. Where I, I actually went early. I'm sure you guys have had this. They call you. They're like, this is it, right? I'm just like an hour away from me. And I get over there. And I'm like, this is not it, guys. Like, And, um, you know, I stayed and I slept on the couch for a little bit. And, you know, just to kind of see how things were, if things were going to progress. And at one point, they had this ritual where they had their prayers. And they were, they had their three-year-old son um, with them. And her, her head was covered and they started just doing this, uh, call and respond prayer and the lights were dim. And I just was like overcome with this presence of love and family and spirituality and was so taken by the love of this little family and knowing that their baby was going to be born at home in this space that we were praying in and again felt like I'm not supposed to be here for this like this is too beautiful like this is not my family but like felt like it was exactly where I was supposed to be if that makes sense and I just remember sitting there and and putting it in my mind like don't ever forget this moment like don't don't ever forget this like continue to be humble and grateful and and don't lose sight of you know that this is about family and love and the beauty of birth and and how sacred this was you know it felt it felt sacred that's why i almost felt like i wasn't supposed to be in that space at that moment because it was so sacred and it was so beautiful and you know she later on that day ended up giving birth to her baby um at home and this was after a cesarean you know and it was a big deal it was a powerful powerful moment after this mom had been told no 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 and was like no yes i'm doing this and i'm doing it at home you know and it was it was really really um it was really powerful. I, I will never forget that family. Um, they will live. They will live in my mind, rent free forever. Right? I'm gonna be like an old lady somewhere, and I'm gonna be like, "What time?" You know? It was so. It was so pow- It was that. It was that impactful. I don't think they realized that they changed the course of my my doula journey because I. It was something like. It was something so spiritual about it. It brought me back to this like spirituality. Um, for myself. So that was one, that was one time. And then I will fast forward quickly to the other time that I, I won't forget is, um, and this was in a hospital. And uh, there was a point where my my client, when we got there was nine centimeters. She was so close to the end, right? So now we're at the point where we're pushing babies out. And um, she asked her, her husband to uh, take his shirt off and get into the bed with her, right? Now I'm thinking like, girl, what, what did you try? The baby's already been, what, what is going on here? You know? And she was like, squeeze me, 
hold me, squeeze me, right? And he is squeezing her and he is holding her in the bed with her, right? And these were midwives, which is why this was probably even even got to that point where he could be in the bed with her, right? As she's pushing. And he was so worried about loving on her and and doing what she was asking him to do that the baby's out and he's still sitting there squeezing her. You can do it, baby. You can do it. And then we're like, the baby's out. The baby's out. And it was so, it was so beautiful as a couple to see that love that he was like, listen, you could tell me to chop off my arm right now. And, and I would do it for my woman because I'm seeing her in this space that I've never seen her before, you know, and it was just such a beautiful, they were just such a beautiful couple. Like I still keep in touch with them. And I'm always like, you guys are the hottest family I've ever seen. Like, they're just so beautiful. I don't know if you guys have ever had a family where you're just like, damn, y'all are so beautiful. Like, I just want to get over here guys, you know? And, and the way he was loving on her and the fact that the baby was welcomed into that space of like this, this powerful love that I felt like the love and the hug and the squeeze is what got her to that final point. Right. And it was like, it was just amazing. And I just, I will never forget that. Um, And I think that the common denominator in both situations was the love was so powerful that it gave them power, you know, to, to get through this labor and, and this birth that it was so strong, that it was stronger than any discomfort or, or pain or doubt that the mom might've had. That love was like, nah, I'm stronger than all that. Like, I'm about to show you how powerful I am, right? Is there anything else that you want to share with listeners, whether it's resources, advice, anything else from your, your doula journey? Um, I think a big thing that's near and dear to my heart right now is uh, postpartum depression uh, postpartum anxiety disorders, um, postpartum OCD. Um, I think that I want people to know that after you have your baby, um, it may not be the happiest time of your life and that's okay. But if you're feeling that way, there are so many resources to tap into and that there's so many more women that feel that way than not. It's just not being shared on the platforms that it needs to be. And I think often in our community, we see that um, mental health is silenced a lot. And I just want that voice to be out there, that after you have your beautiful birth and after you have your supportive birth, that this the fourth trimester is very important to also continue that support. And... Um, that there's resources out there and please tap into those resources. You're not alone. And if you're feeling these intrusive thoughts and, and if you're feeling that anxiety, if you're feeling that OCD, you're not alone. There's so many women that suffer silently. And I don't, I don't want that to continue, especially not in our community. There's enough suffering and we don't need any, we don't need to add on to that suffering. So if there are moms out there who are feeling that way after baby, please reach out um, and, and get some support, find a resources in your local area or, um, postpartum support international, you know, we'll give you some guys to based on your state, uh, just, just not to feel like you're alone in this. There's a lot of women that feel that way and have suffered. And yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I, I spoke on that today. Thank you. Thank you for showing up for yourself today, showing up for Pacify. 
Yes, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate your your patience. I appreciate you guys existing and doing what you're doing. I really do. Thanks for listening to Birth Stories in Color. To hear this show and other episodes, head to birthstoriesincolor.com.